Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to Gadget Reason Radio. My name is Sean. I'm your host, and you are listening to Anchor FM, um, unless unless you're not, and you're probably listening to this on a podcast. Either way, welcome back to the show, and this is going to be your tech download for Wednesday, July 26, 2017. And the first story up today is coming out of reports from The Verge, stating that Nintendo is indeed canceling all of the SNES Classic pre-orders that were taken the other day during its mistaken pre-order launch. If you uh, remember the other day I reported on this story, I was one of those people that got the email notifying me that I could go on and pre-order the SNES Classic, and then we were greeted with that uh, webpage telling us the site was down. Um, it looks like maybe uh, that Walmart actually took the site down willingly uh, as opposed to it just crashing. So depending on what side of the fence or or if you're a ha- glass half full or glass half empty kind of person, um, this could be either good news or bad news. Um, it could be good because at least we don't know yet if uh, this is going to be a complete disaster of a launch, although that's still probably likely. Um, But a Walmart spokesperson said, unfortunately, due to a technical glitch, the Super Nintendo Classic Edition was mistakenly made available last Friday evening ahead of the official release date. The senior director of Walmart Customer Care said in emails to customers that we regrettably will have to cancel this item in your order. Um, It's worth noting that Walmart did not actually charge those who actually made this purchase. Um, So it looks like uh, no harm, no foul for the most part, except for the fact that we are still left wondering here in the U.S. when we might actually be able to order these SNES Classic consoles and if they're going to sell out within seconds. I don't know about you, but uh, I'm not going to wake up at 2 in the morning or 3 in the morning to order mine. If it's still available at 8 or 9 a.m., then cool. Otherwise, uh, I guess I may miss out. Although I have to say, I will be disappointed. This one, this one is, uh, I'm more interested in the SNES Classic Edition console than I was the, the NES. There's a lot more interesting and uh, compelling games on the SNES. So, um, But yeah, so see what happens with that. It looks like Nintendo is continuing to knock its sales numbers out of the park with uh, strong Switch sales. Man, a lot of Nintendo news lately. Am I right? I mean, does it seem like there's just a lot of uh, a lot of good news for Nintendo and Nintendo fans? It seems like a report on their financials that came out today says the Japanese console maker posted some strong financial earnings. Uh, ending the June 30th uh, quarter period with uh, 64.73 billion yen, which is about $578 million in gross profit. With uh, the usual operating expenses deducted, it's a uh, 16.2 billion yen or $145 million in operating profit. Um, that sounds pretty good to me. I'd, I'd take it. Um, <laughs> and if you if you compare that to Nintendo's previous, uh, you know, a year ago at the same time, uh, they were pretty. They were doing pretty poorly. They were down to uh, 30.5 billion yen or $272 million, um, in operating profit, um, and lost lost five point. 1 billion yen or 46 million overall. Wow, that's uh, that's not good. So kudos to Nintendo for a big turnaround. Um, I think that uh, I think that the Switch is proving that there is something out there that a lot of gamers, a lot of consumers were sort of waiting for. And so uh, it looks like Nintendo guessed right this time around. And, I, and I've mentioned it before, and you know I, I I love my Switch. I think it's probably one of the most interesting consoles that I bought in years. Um, I'm getting a lot more use out of it than I do any of my other consoles right now. And uh, what I think is most interesting about the Switch is that there's there's a quite a few games right now that are sold in, in massive quantities. Uh, Legends of Zelda Breath of the Wild is obviously the most popular title, which uh, sold 1.16 million just in the quarter alone, 3.92 million to date. So coming up on 4 million copies, that's a, that's a pretty good seller. 
Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is right behind it with 3.5 million. Um, so, you know, just in two titles alone, they're, they're creeping up on 8 million copies sold. And then, uh, you know, not too far behind is uh, ARMS, which is relatively new. It only came out last month. It sold uh, 1.1 million copies already. And Splatoon 2 apparently is off to uh, a pretty good start. We still have Super Mario Odyssey to look forward to. Um, and then Metroid Prime uh, or Metro Metroid Prime Hunters 4 or what, what, what's the name of that game? The, the next Metroid game, Metroid Metroid 4. <laughs> for uh, the Switch will be out later this year. That's going to be, I think that's going to be one I'm really looking for. It's going to be a big seller, I think. So, uh, yeah, Nintendo... Way to make a comeback, guys. August Home, makers of the August Smart Lock, raised another $25 million in funding as it expands its service to partnerships for its smart locks. Now, if you've never used any kind of, I don't know if you use any Apple HomeKit stuff or any of the, uh, the um, smart home gadgets, but uh, I'm big on that stuff. Um, I have Philips Hughes lighting all throughout my house, and I recently installed one of these August Home locks. And uh, the reason why I did it was because it was the, the most pain-free installation. You basically just uh, take off the, the deadbolt knobby thing on the inside of your door, and you replace it with this big hunky thing. It's not exactly the best-looking thing. If you've never seen it, you can Google it, um, August Smart Lock. It's not the best-looking thing, but it absolutely works. It's never failed me. I basically don't need to carry a key anymore to get into my house. And I can issue temporary keys to people if, uh, you know, if I'm going out of town and I want somebody to come in and, you know, whatever, look over the place, feed my fish, I don't know. I can uh, I can issue a temporary key that lasts two or three days. They can get in out of my house with their phone, and then once the uh, key is expired, then they, they no longer have access, which is pretty cool. Um, it looks like uh, this go-around, uh, August is looking to partner with some external, um, make some external partnerships to further the use for the August Smart Lock. It looks like they're looking to build on some previous relationships they made with uh, Airbnb and vacation rental site Homeway. Um, they basically, those make a lot of sense for something like this. You know, you can issue a temporary key from really from anywhere in the world. So you could, uh, you know, someone rents your Airbnb place, you can send them a, you know, key, a digital key, and now they can get in out of the place for the five days they rent it, and then you shut it off. So it makes a lot of sense to me. And, uh, you know, like I said, I love my August Smart Lock, uh, and I uh, hope that they continue to be successful. I'd like to see what the August Smart Lock 2 would, uh, would be capable of doing. So, uh, yeah. Looks like they added another $25 million in Series C investments. So good for them, and uh, hopefully they can continue to make this smart lock thing work. Looks like Adobe is finally killing off Flash, um, as in officially dead, not coming back. Um, Chrome, Microsoft, and Safari have all been blocking Flash for over a year now, but Adobe is now planning to remove all support for it by the end of 2020. An announcement from the company said we will stop updating and distributing the Flash player at the end of 2020 and encourage content creators to migrate to any existing migrate any existing Flash content to one of these new open formats. Uh, you know, Flash has been a dying a slow death for a long time now. Obviously, Apple famously put the first nail in the coffin when it announced it would not be supporting Flash on iOS devices like the iPad and the iPhone, and uh, constantly uh, bashed the platform for being a security uh, security loophole-ridden and for also being a resource hog. So, um, you know... Hey, Flash, you had a good run. Rest in peace. Let's move on. And lastly today, Verizon keeps its top spot as the best-performing network. Rootmetrics is reporting that while all of the major carriers saw improvements in network performance, even in spite of all of them offering unlimited data plans, that uh, Verizon took the, uh, the top spot again. So it looks like uh, everybody switching to unlimited hasn't really hurt the performance of all the networks for the carriers, which is uh, interesting because that's usually what their number one complaint or their number one reason for not offering unlimited data in the past was. 
A spokesperson for Rootmetrics uh, said that the fact that all the carriers improved their median download speeds in 20 markets or more suggests that regardless of what's happening with data plans, the carriers are taking steps to mitigate any negatives from increased demand, just not seeing a big decline or any decline really. This marks the eighth year in a row that Verizon was ranked number one nationally in overall performance, reliability, speed, data, and calls. AT&T came in second place, and Sprint and T-Mobile rounded out the third and fourth place spots, with T-Mobile coming in dead last. So that does it for your tech download for the July 26, 2017. Hope you guys enjoyed the content. If you did, favorite the station, and tune in tomorrow for your next tech download. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.